0: I was reading yesterday through uh, 2 Chronicles, reading the Amplified version. Sometimes I like to read that. Yeah. So I'm just going to read this. And there's a couple bits that stood out to me. And I thought this could be another one of our themes for the week as we go forward. Right? And it's about cravings. What we crave and what we can't live without. And uh, in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, um and I'm gonna read this out from the Amplified Version, verse 11 to 22. I think I, I, I've got it here. So, so this is like a, it's a, like a double hitter. It's like God's promises and a warning. So it's like there's a, a two two sided coin. You know, it's like a double edged sword. So there's a promise and a warning mixed in this. And I thought, okay, I like the promise bit. The warning bit, not so much, but it's important that we have to be balanced with everything. Otherwise, we're just walking blind, you know, or a half vision rather than full. So I'm going to read this 2 Chronicles 7, 11 to 22. And so Solomon finished the house, which is the temple of the Lord and the palace of the king. He successfully accomplished all that he had planned to do in the house of the Lord and in his palace. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, it's like, okay, by night. I I was like, oh, I got woken up. I was like, okay, why am I reading this Lord? I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. It's like, wow, what, what a great way to be woken up by the Lord. Hey, buddy, I've heard you and I've chosen this place that you have built, your house, your temple. For me, It's my place of sacrifice. That's my place of deliverance. If I shut up the heavens so that no rain falls, or if I command locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence and plague among my people, and my people who are called by my name, and this is the bit, right? That it really struck me. So God is kind of sho- showcasing his structure. If I would do these things, it's like, look, remember, I'm God. And then here we go. And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek. And I had to stop there. I thought, okay, yesterday's sermon, humility, you know, because I was just mulling it over in my mind like I do often after I read. I'm just like, hmm. And, and And the words pray and seek. Humble themselves and pray and seek. And in the Amplified version, it puts those little brackets. It says to crave or to require as necessity. I thought, do I do the humility, praying and seeking, do I hunger and crave that as if it was absolute necessity, require as necessity? It's very different. You know, it's like God said, if my people, which we are, he said, I've chosen your temple, so you belong to me. You'll see later on about, I put my name on your house. That's actually in this same section. And he says, but if you would crave me as if it's necessity. I thought that's a a different perspective for us this week. And I want to encourage us. I'm encouraging myself to go, can I crave prayer and seeking the Lord for the Lord's sake as though it's a necessity? Not just a good idea, but I can't live without it. You ever had cravings? When you wake up and you're like, man, here, I'm often craving salt and sour mangoes. We get somewhere and I'm like, I need salt because I'm just, it's like an Asian thing. And, ah, and I crave it. It's not really a necessity, but I do crave it. And my body thinks it's a necessity. It's like, I need this. I need to replenish. Think about any craving that you have for a meal, maybe something you haven't had in a long time. Anything like that. Food is a great test, right? But do we crave praying and seeking? He said, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves, do we crave humbling ourselves as though it's a necessity? See, it's a very different perspective. It's like humbling yourself like a good idea. This will give you safe passage. This will make you a good person. This will make you a good leader. It will make you a good disciple. No, 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 no. This are necessities. This isn't, a, it's that double-edged sword. If you want my blessing, here's the warning. Now, here's the hard bit. Humble, praying and seeking as a craving a necessity. How do you develop a craving? By repeatedly eating that thing, right? You get a habit. We don't crave something we're not used to or haven't had a lot of. Or see something in others around us. We can crave that. Say, man, I want a piece of what James has. You know, I want a piece of what Leanne has. The way that they do X, Y, and Z. I crave that in my own life. It's a necessity for me. For me to be who God has called me to be. So let me read that again. And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek or crave require as a necessity, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. So after you have a humbling craving, like that's part of my DNA, we need to repent from our wicked ways. What is that saying? When we're not craving and seeking the Lord in that way, we need to repent because God says, I am the bread of life those who drink from me will thirst no more I am your source of life mm-hmm. and I've got to admit for myself I'm not craving it in that manner all the time there are seasons when I feel like I got nothing else but that but then there are seasons when we can just kind of go into cruise control we're, we're filled with lots of busyness of life and all of those kind of things that I know we've all discussed because this is what he then says. So when you pray and seek and humble yourself, seek his face and turn from their wicked ways, then, then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Forgive their sin and heal their land. It's like I'm going to bring you into the promised land. But these are these are the foundations, the requirements. And I thought this week, I want to be that. I want to crave and seek the Lord as though it was a necessity. How can I create that in my lifestyle? Because it's a lifestyle to crave things, right? You either break bad craving habits. So, man, I need to stop eating pig fat or something, you know, pork cracklings. You know, stop that, Henry. And, uh, you know, or you crave something, I need to learn to create a good taste for vegetables right? I want to be more like Leanne and James who eat vegetables all the time, <laughs> and they actually crave that stuff. Well, how did they crave that? Because they've repeatedly done it. They've reprogrammed their taste buds to say, no, I'm, I'm, I missed that good stuff. So let's reprogram our hearts, because humility is a heart thing. Yeah. Humility to bow, to submit ourselves to God is a heart issue, not a head issue. Yeah. So I thought, man, I want to create a habit that creates a necessity to be craving after those things, right? And I thought, what a great way, because we are all so busy this week. We're all believing in faith for so many angles, but for one vision, to take this city. But we cannot take the city if we're not humble before God and craving Him in the good and in the bad, in the victories. I found it interesting, Pastor Dave said yesterday, often when you're starting to win, that's when you can fall off the horse sort of thing, you know? Are you still craving the Lord? Are you still pushing in? I thought, yeah, I'm gonna make sure of that. I wanna encourage all of us to do that. And it'll come out of this with a humility, turn from our wicked ways. It's like, okay, God help me. And this is what was mulling over in my mind at like five in the morning. I was like, Oh, okay, this is a double edged sword. I like the good stuff, but that other stuff, okay, that that stings a little, but that's a good sting. And he says, and forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer offered in this place. In what place? In this place of being humble and seeking him as a necessity. In this place. God is saying there's an environment that we can create. That gives us a much op- more open portal, a, pl- a, a, a you know a pathway for him to hear and to release. My now my eyes will be open. I love that. God says, here we go. Now my eyes, I'm gonna see you, and I'm, and my ears, attentive. I'm gonna hear you. I think that's all we all want. I wanna know that God is seeing me and hearing me to prayer offered in this place for now I have chosen and sanctified and set apart for my purpose this house that my name may be here forever this is what we spoke about before and my eyes and my heart will be here perpetually So to get to that place, if I got my name stamped on it, God is saying, prepare your hearts. Do you crave me this week? Crave me in a level that's like, I need this. It's either life or death. I'm either going to make it today or I'm going to crash. If I'm not craving after the Lord. Praying and seeking. As for you, Solomon, if you will walk before me as your father David walked, So we have our spiritual fathers that we can read about. We have one another, right? And do everything that I have commanded you and observe my statutes and my ordinances. Then I will establish your royal throne just as I covenanted with your father, David. And then later on in this chapter, in these verses, he talks about when you turn away from his commandments. And I thought, man, I, I don't want to be the latter part of this story. Where where he basically says, if you turn away from my commandments, I'm going to paraphrase here, people are going to walk by and say, what happened to your house? That's basically what he's saying. It's fallen apart. It's crumbled in on itself. I thought you were a man of God. I thought you were a woman of God. You see, there's this this danger is for those that are following after the Lord. There's a danger and a warning that he's saying, you know, uh, he's saying, uh, as, and as for this house, if you would turn from my commandments, and it's going to go to this verse. This is the flip side. As for this house, which was so exalted, it had God's name on it had his eyes, his heart, it had the sound of heaven in there. Everyone who passes by it, there's a visual record. Just like we are on media. We are so high profile. It's like everyone's watching. Now what? If we don't put these things into action every day, you know, everyone who passes by will be astonished and appalled, like, oh my goodness, and say, why has the Lord done thus to this land and to this house? Then people will say it is because they abandoned the Lord and the God of their fathers, who brought them out of the land of Egypt. Again, it's like they forgot where they came from. Mm -hmm who brought them out of the land of Egypt and they adopted their other gods and worshiped them and served them. Therefore, he has brought all this adversity and evil on them. That's what people will be saying. But it was so highly exalted. God's name, his recognition, his blessing was on it. And I thought, okay, so I don't want that latter part. I don't like that. Not at all. I don't like that. (laughs) You know? And I thought well okay So if I don't want that Then I got to put into place He says I will be in this place When you act in this way So I want to encourage us this week A simple word But I think I believe it's a foundation for us To walk fully With every, every time we're in this room We see the vision We see one another We are that vision We are the vessels We are that temple Are we remembering If all else actually if anything is taken as away from developing a spiritual craving that's probably the best way let's develop a spiritual craving to be humble to pray and to seek the lord as though it's a necessity as important as air say god if i don't have you i'm dead that's a necessity i cannot do this cuz then that takes away the, the greatest idol in our lives which is us right I am really wanting and needing you God because I know that even if I have a little bit of success and I I start to think that I can run this off my own strength I've lost sight of what you call my temple to be which is a place of what he said this house is a place of sacrifice he doesn't call it a a place of partying it's a place of sacrifice why because it's a place of humility Our Father showed us that by sacrificing His own Son who humbled Himself here on earth for us. And I'm like, wow, now that is what I want this week and for the weeks to come and for the years to come. I want us to be marked as a people that craved, seeking after the Lord, even in the business of new things, educational things, projects, doesn't matter. Let's make our foundation a place where God says, I'm going to be seeing and hearing you. That's a place that I can be. He's saying, "That's cultivate that environment in your house and I'll be there. That's pretty awesome. He's giving us clarity as how we, if we want God in our lives, we need to be humble before God and before man. Pray and seek. Crave. And I love that. Crave. I was like, man, I know I have cravings and they're not all good. <laughs> you know? So, I want to create a new craving habit and I want that to be my habit. As though it's a necessity. Yeah. So, if you guys want to read that at some point this today, you in 2 Chronicles 7:11 to 22.